0: Welcome to On The Real, and let me make sure I'm recording. Yep, shout out to me for forgetting to record last week's episode. So we only have Cade talking. And I mean, I thought about just posting that, but it seemed a little weird. And then shout out to me because I was on vacation, which meant I missed like an episode or two. And then shout out to me again because... I was sound mixing and didn't record an episode last week, so really missed a whole month. So- and then
1: shout out, shout out to me for uh, still not having any of the videos done. So uh- <laughs> <laughs> we are very could, good. I- we are very good at this. Oh, we're we're dude, we're amazing. You're doing better than I'm doing. You're actually getting stuff out. <laughs> the channel the youtube channel's looking a, a bit barren at the moment
0: i know i wish i had money to motivate you but i currently don't
1: i still haven't gotten I paid wish... for
0: my sound mixing gig um last week which they tried to pay me today and then they said my zell wasn't working which was weird because like i don't i don't know because i feel like my zell is the same they're like oh we typed it in your phone number and it didn't work and i'm like well okay that's the only Zelle i got so I like
1: why would Cell not So you have you been paid yet? Um no,
0: but I sent them an email today, so I'll see a follow up with them tomorrow because they messaged me at like twelve in the morning or eleven in the morning, and then I didn't reply till like four. So I wasted gotcha. a couple hours. So we'll we'll see. Cause I would like the three hundred dollars, which is very Fair. low from what I should be making. But three hundred. Yeah, only
1: three. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that whole experience. I don't know if I mean, I, I guess they did give you a hotel, but. um, Yeah, no, just as long as you don't have the whole experience that I did with uh, Entertainment One, uh, where I, I still haven't uh been paid for that. And that happened December 1st and 2nd. Jesus. That's $400 worth of, uh, and that's me driving from Athens, Ohio to Polaris working 12 hours and then driving back home two days in a row. God damn. That was not fun. And then I was never paid, but there's progress. I I've been emailing with account, uh, accounting. So it, and I have, I'm set up. As an employee, as an official employee, finally. So they, (laughs) I I think I'll, I think I'll get paid finally, but, uh, yeah, that was interesting.
0: So apparently they said, register my phone number with the Zelle account, but never needed to do this. You already got Zelle already in your baking app. Easily send money through. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't know why the Zelle didn't work because I already have Zelle through Chase because I don't know they own each
1: other. And I'm assuming your phone number was... uh, You use your phone number when setting up a Chase account.
0: Right. So I'm very confused how it didn't work. But, you know. Which, okay, so back to sound mixing and how much I should be paying, being paid and what I'm not being paid. So (laughs) I'm a beginning sound mixer. So I'm in the stages of trying to actually find people who will hire me. So I saw this uh, offer and it was like, oh, $200. And I thought it said Indiana. So I was like, whatever. Indiana is not that far. And 200 bucks is 200 bucks. And it lets me get a client, basically. But um, I misread the letters. It was I-L and not I-N. So it was actually Illinois. And they did end up hiring me. And I'm like, oh, damn, I don't I don't want to drive eight hours because like gas alone is going to make that literally not worth it. But I already accepted the job, so I couldn't really back out of it. I drove, Um, had a wonderful time. Honestly, it was great. They were all nice people, but it was like a camp for actors. And like not like one of those fake camps where no one actually ever gets anything done. Like they're an actual talent agency. Like that's where I met uh, Ava and I'll talk about her in a sec. Um, Like these are people who actually get like sh- Offers for like Disney And like uh, s- uh Other big names Like that So like is a legit agency Who just run a summer camp And like I get there I do the thing They find out I'm from Ohio Even though it was on my resume So I kind of thought it'd be like Hey This guy came from Ohio <laughs> But I guess they didn't really care that much about looking at uh, where I'm from from a resume. But anyway, they were super nice when they found out I was from Ohio and they enjoyed my personality. Um, Shout out to Lindsey Aaron is the director's name. And Joe... I'm going to butcher his last name, I'm going to be real. I think it's Italian. But anyway. um, Talent by Morgan is their name. And... When they found out, they offered me a hundred extra dollars, and they paid for my hotel. So effectively, it was like a total payment of like four fifty, right? Because I would have paid for a hotel anyway. Mm-hmm. And they they gave me food, and they gave all the leftover food to me, which was a lot of food, which I couldn't actually take because it was obsess- uh, excessive. And they booked me a hotel with free breakfast. So I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, like. It became worth it because I made, like, $300 without having to pay for um, a hotel. And then they said they would hire me, and they have hired me for July 21st for four days, and they're paying $300 each day. Wow. And paying for my hotel. So, like, even though it was underpaid, it was underpaid originally. It's still underpaid, but, like, it's a youth, youth camp. Like, you know? Not the religious kind, but just like it's a youth camp. Yeah. So, like, but I I
1: mean, that's like, that is a really good client. Yeah. No, they were super nice. I'm sure they'll give you an incredible recommendation on, like, did you do this through Staff Me Up? Yeah, I did through
0: Staff Me Up. Which she, she, Lindsay Aaron has already written on my profile, which is uh, very nice of her. And I wrote on her profile. And yeah, no, they were, they were super nice. Um, and I really don't mind about the the payment just because of how cool they were. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like if this yeah. was like, if it was a random stranger and people out offering me, then I'd be like ew. Cause like again, day rates for sound mixers are like nine hundred dollars, so it's um I am being underpaid, but also like it's fine, it's cool. <laughs> they're cool, and I had fun time, and I was teaching youth how to sound mix. Um, which they had two PAs and then two ADs, which, hold up, going to drink some water because I don't do enough of that throughout the day.
1: <laughs>
0: I always like, it always gets to nighttime and I'm like, damn, why do I feel terrible? And then I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> haven't drank water. All I've drank Coke Zero. I actually have to drink water? What? I- <laughs> It's just so much effort to fill up water. So often, (laughs) Like, and legit, that's the reason. My fridge is really slow with water pressure, so I just never want to fill up water. Well, do you have, I'm assuming city water, right? I mean, I got a faucet. I don't like faucet water that much, but I I guess I got to do what I got to do.
1: Like city water versus like well water. I'd assume I I, I have city water, yes. Yeah, I doubt Columbus City city water is, like, all that good. I mean, Athens, Ohio is no better, but... Yeah, I don't know about that Columbus City water.
0: (laughs) I would say, for the most part, it's been good, but, like, the past couple days, it's been tasting kind of trash, so... I don't know what happened the past Uh, couple days, but... It's been gross. Yeah. But anyway, um, so they had two PAs, and I was handing out headsets to people, which only really the director wanted. I tried to give it to the camera person. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't want it. So I just I was just like, well, I have four headphones that I can give people, so I'm just going to start <laughs> handing it to people. 'Cause usually a script supervisor also would wear one, but like they didn't want it either. That's when I just gave it to some random person, uh, which was the PA, which was uh Ava which was super sweet kid. Um mm-hmm. and I will I will clarify, um, um do not know these people, you know, just met them that day. Yeah. And So I was just like, here you go. And she got so excited. Never seen someone get more excited just to have a pair of headphones. She was like, yeah, I'm a professional. And I'm like, sure. Sure, sure, kid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, she was super excited. So it was cool. Um, Then there was someone who had the same name as me called Diego. And that was confusing all day because they kept shouting Diego. Like, do you go take down this set? And I'm like, wait, that's not my job. And they're like, no, <laughs>
1: no, the other Hold Diego... on, I'm not being paid for that.
0: <laughs> I'm not a gaffer. <laughs> but... <laughs> so, yeah, so there. That was very confusing. And then eventually, throughout the shoot, while I'm honing boom, uh, director's like, yeah, there's a youth camp. You can you can honestly te- start teaching these kids if you want. Like, and I'm like, okay. And it was a really excuse to just get a free boom operator. <laughs> I won't lie. So, like, I'm just like I turned to Ava, who I was talking to the most, and I was just like, "You want to hold a boom?" It's like, absolutely. She comes, hold the boom. Great. I also end up teaching Diego how to use the boom. Um. So I just had two just free boom operators, and it'd be so funny when they would hold it for a long time because then they start shaking, and you just see mm. their arms shaking holding the boom, and I'm like, yeah. Boom. (laughs) Boom is rough. Yeah. Boom is rough. And uh, yeah, so they were like, oh, it's so light. And I'm like, it won't feel like forever. (laughs) It really won't. (laughs) Ding. How long were some of the takes? I think the highest it ever got. Because instead of calling cut, the director would just be like, start from here. Instead of like cut. yeah. Yeah. The longest one of those ever took, I think, was eight minutes. And I think Ava was holding it for that one. And oof. I was just like, oof, God, you got, a, you got a long one. But for the most part, for the most of the time, directors will call cut and you only have to hold it for, like, at most two minutes. hmm You know? Usually Is people don't. that all, don't...
1: like, the eight minutes? Was it all just, like, over the head? Like, I- holding it over your head and just, like... reaching way far out with the mic or was it down low it
0: should have been and i kept trying to tell them that they needed to hold it over the head because like you get more stability and you'll be less tired but naturally naturally you want to hold it from your hip because it's like a shorter distance right Mm -hmm. but like when you hold it over your head you're using like your shoulder and your back muscles while you hold it from your like hip, you're only using, like, your arms. Right? Okay. And, like, so, like, yeah. I kept trying to tell them, but I also didn't want to talk during takes because, like, you know, I don't want to get in the sound. Um, So, yeah, like, it should have been over their head, but both of them kept trying to do interesting stuff. There was one time where I was like, oh, Ava, get closer. Like, I whispered that to her. And I don't know what she heard, but but she just started doing the splits. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: she, (laughs) 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 hey hey, Ava, get closer. (laughs) And she goes into a full like gymnastics routine. Yes,
0: because she's a she was a she's a cheerleader or something. I think. Oh, okay. So she's legit doing the splits. And, like, then the boom starts getting into the, like, shot. And I'm just sitting there like, I am holding back laughter. <laughs> <laughs> because I did not expect this this girl to just start doing the splits. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, like, after about, like, three takes, I, I just go to, I just, I put my hand on her shoulder and I'm like, hey, Ava... I said, get closer. She's like, oh, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you thought I said.
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what you can mishear that as that would mean do the splits. I mean, that's Uh-oh. incredible. Uh, that- no, it, it was, it was
0: that- like, it wasn't a full split, but it was close.
1: Hey, get, that's dedication for and, a boom pull operator. And I was sitting
0: there like, you know, I it I couldn't even attempt to do that. I think I'd break something.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so whatever, finish this shoot, and I mm-hmm. give the the director the S D card, like, hey, here's the files, blah blah blah. It's a polyway file, so just drag it into whatever and it should have mm-hmm. all the clips. And yeah. she's like, oh, we can send this back to you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it's whatever. Like, they're $10 SD cards. Like, it's it's whatever. I buy a pack yeah. of two, and they're $20. Or like $24. Um, well, she messaged Joe about it, and then Joe offered <laughs> He sent me money with the hotel, and then along with the SD card money. So I'm just like, all right. I mean, I, I love people willing to pay for, for my equipment. <laughs> so yeah, they sent me money for the SD card. Um I will say so it was a shoot for children. Like these kids were like 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. So the mics bothered them. Like they were just yeah. fascinated by it. They kept like pulling on the string or turning off the uh, uh transceiver or receiver, whatever the, it's called. A transceiver, yeah, and I and they kept like messing with the channels and stuff like that. Yeah, so like I really hope nothing got messed up and they can use all the audio because like I really did try my best and I had like the director have headphones and me had headphones and we never heard anything go wrong.
1: But, I mean, like, could you hear the mics through your?
0: Yeah, yeah, we could hear the mics through the headphones. But, like, obviously, there was a couple times where things messed up because, you know, the kids are playing with the stuff. And, like, yeah. th- they're, they're kids. I do not mind. Right? That's yeah. just that's just kids. But, like, I do feel bad for the adults who have to edit where I'm just like, oh, I, like, I didn't, I, I, you know, I don't want to yell at the kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, the... Um, you know, I'm just trying yeah. to set everything up. And then also, it was kind of a casual shoot, I will say. Because there was oh, times even nice. the director is like, oh, you know, whatever. Because there'd be like a door open when it wasn't open before. And she'd be like, uh, whatever. Not important. Um, so like, I didn't feel oh, no. that...
1: The video feel, editor's gonna get a, hey.
0: And, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. The the director was the video editor. So, uh,
1: oh, Okay. Okay, cool. so that's fine. I, I was like, no, the video editor is gonna get <laughs> no, 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 it's okay, the worst it's okay. thing slapped in front of him.
0: Yeah, so I, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm recording at least everything on this boom for sure. Yeah, so at worst, they can use the boom. Um, so like, and I, it's not that serious that I feel like I need to stop because the air conditioner would kick on. A little bit and usually as a sound mixer you want to be like hey air conditioning came on can we redo the take yeah or, or something like that so i didn't feel the need to do that which maybe maybe will be a mistake maybe they'll fire me from the next job uh but i felt like it was a casual enough shoot and these kids are like bless their hearts but they are struggling to do a 10-hour day uh, they by the end of it were so pissy and did not want to like focus. Which again, ten hour days are hard. Absolutely, especially as it's an also actor, a
1: child. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I, I wouldn't expect a child to go beyond four hours without a a bit of a temper tantrum.
0: Yeah, and again, they're they 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 were great children children actors. Yes, yeah. like they they are doing good.
1: Um, it's just
0: obviously even. It's hard to keep focus, you know. No, yeah. Being repetitive as an actor's got to be rough. I,
1: oh, it. Yeah, I. I didn't think about because I mean I had seen I saw your uh, Instagram post the next right. day about uh, everything, and it had never occurred to me how much of a potential nightmare it would be trying to use. Love mics with children.
0: <laughs> again, That's... again. Uh let's use nicer words so I don't get fired. <laughs> Than
1: nightmare. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, but, well, yeah, I mean like I not a nightmare. I just yeah. can someone could, who doesn't it could know be difficult. Audio, yeah. yeah, it's it would be difficult.
0: Because there there was but one I, kid who'd be like during takes trying to whisper to me because they're like, oh, they were so shocked at the fact that I could hear them. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm a distance away from them. So they're whispering into the mic, which again, very adorable. Yeah. Um there was a couple times the director's like, Hey, you need to focus. So um, yeah, I mean they're already getting booked for stuff as kids, so like they're already professionals. So oh, it's yeah. all it's all a learning process for them, which was also, why I wasn't too mad. Like, when they told me it was children instead of adults, I'm like, okay, I can see why they wouldn't want to spend the extra money on me. Like, you know, if this was like an adult and like, they're like, oh, do an interview for me as an adult and offered me $200, I, b- I wouldn't do it, right? Yeah. It, it was the fact that were kids that I'm like, okay, I understand why this is cheap. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I
1: mean, it's a cool experience and... I... I'm sorry. Nightmare is a bad word to use, but I understand how it could be um, you know, a difficult and interesting challenge.
0: Yeah, that is uh,
1: that is some good phrasing. <laughs> that that's a better way to phrase that. Cuz they were they were um,
0: great. Um also as a sound mixer, you usually got to mic people um depends where you want to mic them and stuff. Um the two girls, the best place to mic them? Was under their shirts. So I did not do that. I want to clear that right now. I did not do that. I asked them to do it. And then like I wanted to test to make sure it was good. And then or Ava would go help them in the bathroom. Yeah. So if you sound mixers are very uh, worried about touching someone too much, uh, have them do it themselves. All you really need to do is make sure it plugs into the little box. (laughs) Like they can, they are perfectly capable of taping a mic to their chest. So that's a, that was a thing. Cause when I got there and, or no, when I realized it was kids, I'm like, damn, you know, I'm going to get a, there was one kid, not going to say which one, but they were very, like, I want to do everything myself. So I, I really did not. Even, like, put my hands on them. I just told them where everything went, and they did it themselves. So make sure you always talk to your actors about what they're comfortable mm. with. Cause, consent. Um, yeah, cons- consent. You know? It is it is not that big a deal if, like, they're off by a centimeter <laughs> with their mic placements.
1: Yeah. So. And uh, I feel like ev- even a kid is pretty good at, like, if you explain them... Hey, this mic needs to go under your shirt. It needs to be hidden. Like th- they can understand that and do it themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. Like a, a, a kid's a kid's not going to just be like overly confused by that to where it's <laughs> like you need to go find someone else to do it for them.
0: Yeah. The the biggest thing I noticed is um um projecting. I I didn't realize how vastly different projecting was because I was worried. I'm like, oh, are these are these mics working? Like, blah blah blah. But then they had like a teenager. Uh, his voice was so crisp and clean on any of the mics when he was using them. So I'm like, oh, the it's just these kids. Like they don't project as much as like a teenager, which I guess makes sense. You know, this the huh. teenager had been working since a child as on theater and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so it was interesting because you're just like, "Wow, okay." Because I was worried like the mics weren't working, but like no, it was just literally like these kids weren't projecting as well and stuff like that. So it was interesting.
1: That was interesting.
0: Yeah, and then after finishing work and going to the hotel, and eventually going back home. Um, I, I sent thank you messages to everyone, to the director, the, the, uh, owner, and the other owner, cause I met, there was someone named Lisa who was very nice. Loved her, honestly. Um, so I sent thank you messages to them. I sent thank you messages to Diego and Ava, the two boom operators. Still a little salty about the Diego thing, because <laughs> we added it, I added him right there uh, In front of him on Instagram, right? Mm. And he didn't add me back, so I couldn't even send my message. So, (laughs) But it's whatever. He said he hadn't used Instagram for like a year or two, so. (laughs) (laughs) But then I said thank you to Ava. And before I'd left, someone had said, oh, Ava's such a good singer. So I was like, I heard you're a great singer. Great singer. Whatever. Yeah. I'm like, Shout, hope your career goes, singing career goes good or something. Then she said, oh, actually, I do want to sing career. I just don't know how to start. That's when manager, producer uh, <laughs> vibes took over, instinct took over. I'm like, eh, I can produce your music. I know I can produce it. I got other people who are good at producing. And I know engineers and mixers and masters, like, if you want a music mm-hmm. career, I I am at least a good place to start, right? And then yeah. she yeah, and then she said yeah, she was interested. So whatever, got her information. Um, working with her currently, uh, she told me I asked her what artist she wanted to sing like. Which at first she was like, oh, you know, I want things with a drop, exciting or something emotional, music, mm-hmm. which. I'm like, ah, oh, I would have preferred an artist, you know, cuz, you know, that can be It gives me more of a specific idea. Cuz yeah. when I, when I hear drop and breakdown, I'm thinking EDM, <laughs> which <laughs> which is something, Pro- but probably anyway.
1: not what she's going for.
0: <laughs> which eventually I start sending her some music and stuff like that on Snapchat showing her progress on some of the stuff I'm working on. Just to like get an idea, hopefully she like tell, like tell starts being like, okay, I like that, I don't like that, and I like that. Gotcha. Stuff like that. Um, she did eventually clear it up and say she wanted to be like Frank Ocean, uh, Taylor Swift, but her slow stuff, Lana Del Rey, Olivia Rodrigo. So, oh, okay. So I got a more specific idea. I will say the most confusing part was... There's not really a breakdown in most of those musics. Like if you've heard, you've heard Lana Del Rey and Taylor Swift, right? I'm maybe not yeah. Frank Ocean. I don't know what your music taste is. Actually, uh, I do know what your I, I do know what your music taste is. I worked with you, and you yeah. you'd play 80s rock.
1: <laughs> my my taste is literally 60s through 80s rock, and then 2000s plus alternative. Right, right. You know who I think you'd like. I think you'd like Harry Styles. I listen to Harry Styles. Yeah, like that? two of it. I li- I've I've, I've I have two of his songs on my road trip playlist. <laughs> like both of his albums are
0: um, alternative rock music. I like. I feel like that works for you.
1: Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so so it, it's interesting because, um. I'm still curious on... She also likes Harry Styles. So I'm trying to figure out like what kind of upbeat music she likes because she seems mm-hmm. to like those upbeat musics, but she also lists like four people who <laughs> make really slow songs. Olivia Rodrigo makes a mix, but when you say Taylor Swift without her fast-paced songs um, and Lana Del Rey and Frank Ocean, those are some of the like chillest musicians out there yeah so it is fun i do love music more than i like sound mixing so i'm very thankful for her to (laughs) want a career and she's worked on she's an actress um didn't realize that till after i left i thought she was just a pa or something but then like i went on the talent for morgan agency and then they were just like congratulations to Ava. She got a role on Chicago PD, blah blah blah. And I was just like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> this
1: person has been on TV Chicago a- PD?
0: Yeah, like the, you know, like they have the Chicago PD or the Chicago Firehouse
1: like on Yeah. Her- yeah, so she was on Chicago PD. American drama series with 10 seasons.
0: Yeah. I mean, she wasn't like anything like big. I think she was like just like a random victim or something. So, like, well, but
1: still. again,
0: when you're doing that at like 17 years
1: old, like, that's crazy. Dude, I would be hyped if <laughs> right. I got into a t- long running TV show like right. that. Right. No, like, absolutely.
0: She's, she's very talented. So, like, I was like, oh, like, I want to work with you. Cause again, As I told you from the story, she seems very passionate about everything. Like, I've never seen someone take, like, orders and be so excited to do whatever. Because I asked her to set up lights. She was so pumped to go set up lights. I asked her to boom. She was so pumped to boom. Like, she's just excited about the industry. So, it it is nice to work with people who have, like, passion, you see.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? So that that is that is one reason really wanted to work with her, and obviously, in a business aspect, someone who is like already got like over a thousand followers and already has oh, a talent wow. agency, already been on like TV, like business wise, it is a good idea. Yeah. But again, she just she is a nice person and excited about everything. Those were the two biggest things that I was like, I want to work with you.
1: Hmm. Dang.
0: Yeah, so ho- hopefully, I, I said I'd send her 10 beat songs by the next week. Uh, hopefully she likes them. <laughs> I've got like a couple. So I made a couple that were pretty good, but then like they were more R&B, and that's not really what she was going for. So, mm-hmm. So I'm basically starting fresh. But hey, if I'm, if anyone hears this and they want some R&B music, Diego Ferreira, that's me. I don't remember my socials, so that wasn't very helpful. <laughs> but what? I got R&B beats. Uh,
1: I, lo- I, lo-
0: I love making R&B.
1: Go to the On The Real YouTube channel. There should be an email link to that. Perfect. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Speaking of writing... Oh, uh,
0: my uh, gosh. Uh, wow. Uh, writing and writers, you know, they work with animators and a- animation. Wow. Spider-Man. Hmm. What
1: the... <laughs> that, was, that was a stretch of a segue. <laughs> I
0: would like to say that was
1: uh, perfect.
0: I finally watched the Spider-Man movie, and usually it'd be too late to talk about it, but... Um, it has been delayed officially because animators had came out and said, yeah, like, oh, they want us to release it by next year, but we literally haven't even started on anything for the next movie. Um,
1: The biggest, so yeah, they, they had, I kind of thought when they came out with the release date being, because it would be next March, 2024 was the like posted release date for part two. Or I guess it's beyond the Spider-Verse. Um, and I think that the biggest thing that I, at least I thought that delayed it was the writer strike going on right now. Cause I just assumed that like, I don't know, maybe they already had like a bunch of it animated seeing as, I mean, we'll get into talking about, spider-man if we plan on doing that but the fact that spoiler alert it's a two-parter if you didn't realize that from like years ago when they said it was was going to be a two-parter no i technically it's a three-parter if you include into the spider-verse but like there's across the spider-verse and then part two is beyond the spider-verse i don't think there's a part three yeah, so Fast Writers- X is three parts for some odd reason. <laughs> Don't know why that's a three-parter.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll just type in trilogy. Maybe that'll pop up something. Because I know they they have another movie already planned after it.
1: I oh, mean, I, I would I would love to see more because genuinely. Some of, if not the greatest animated movies in history are these, uh, like into the spider verse, across the spider verse, all these spider, uh, Sony animation, Spider-Man movies. Sorry, but actually, um, it's not
0: Spider-Man. It's Miles Morales. He's black. He can't be Spider-Man. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking um don't actually get why people isn't it say
1: that. It, is, it is spider-man like the name of the movie is spider-man across the spider-verse
0: yeah but you know racist people
1: fair i guess yeah true twitter is you know twitter um but <laughs> but i guess technically isn't he his universe as spider-man now Since Peter Parker died,
0: yeah, I mean, even if Peter was also still there, he'd still be Spider Man.
1: Oh yeah, I guess there would. It would. It's two Spider Man. You know,
0: two Spider Man people swinging around. No one complains about thirty different Robins, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's because they're all white. Why why would someone complain? (laughs) And
0: the argument there is like they still refer to the Robins by like names they mean no they referred to the retired robins isn't by like name well
1: because you know? the first one leaves and becomes nightwing right so they call and him the second um, robin i think dies or the third robin dies one yeah. of the robins dies so the second one i think's tim
0: drake i don't think he does i think the third one's jason todd who does die but then comes back to yes. life yes what yeah, he comes back I didn't to know late. that last fired. <laughs> yeah, he, he becomes he, he, he becomes the Red Hood or something.
1: Oh,
0: yes. And then the fourth one I think's a girl. And then the fifth one is Batman's actual son. So yeah, so unrelated, many. but yes. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: many.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of and I should have said something like the Flash. Everyone still calls the Flash the Flash. No matter True. if it's Wally West or um, Barry Allen
1: or the other or one. A genuine criminal, Ezra Miller.
0: <laughs> Ezra Miller.
1: That's so funny. Uh,
0: but yeah, so delayed probably because of the writer strike because, I mean, animators
1: do still need writers. <laughs> but I, I have heard that sentiment that you brought up before that, I, I mean, I should probably fact check myself. Maybe it is... That it they just haven't done much of the animation yet, because it it was like it's a three year gap between Into the Spider Verse and Across the Spider Verse, so it to, it took them three years to animate that movie, right? So I guess, I guess it could be, I don't know. The biggest thing I would say Across the Spider Verse is a solid nine out of ten, if not better.
0: I will say, I I do, I do, I'm very impatient.
1: I hate cliffhangers. That's the thing, (laughs) is that, like, technically, technically, Into the Spider-Verse is part one. Right. Like, that is part one of the three parts. But the thing is, is Into the Spider-Verse had a conclusive story. Like, you had a beginning and end to an arc, but it was, like, telling you know building upon a much greater story it gave you a cliffhanger but it wasn't like it wasn't the kind of cliffhanger where you like you're midway through a story and that's your cliffhanger it's like you finish the story and it's hinting at uh new stuff
0: yeah and i would even argue and, that like even like the avengers movie that first uh, big one the infinity war even that had a conclusive ending, yeah. Where like you could watch it and be like, "Yeah, that's the end of it."
1: Cool. And I, yeah. like you could even talk about Star Wars, like the original Star Wars trilogy. Each movie had a conclusive beginning and ending, but they all told one. Massive story across all three movies. Right,
0: right. This one, it just literally... I kept looking at how much time was
1: left. I'm like, there's no, what, There's still stuff going on. Yes. And, it, and it just, like, I, I ends. Like, <laughs> it just, just ends. Yeah, no, it, it literally just goes cut to black and it says, To be continued. And I, I will say, like, I heard... Like, I didn't know. I, I guess, like, for, like, a year or so, they've been saying this movie was going to be... A two-parter. This is going to be part one. But I didn't know that until the weekend it came out, opening weekend. And I went and saw it, I think, that Sunday of opening weekend. And I remember talking to my younger brother, Crew, about it. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel if I see it to be continued <laughs> midway through this story. <laughs> yeah, like... And then it pops up to be continued. And it's like, I think it's a great movie, but I'm holding off. Cause obviously if they fumble the bag on the next one, my opinion of this movie is going to be as poor. Right. Just because that's what they've been. And I was like, the original release date would have been within a year of this one. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. That's, you know, like it's not cool. But it's not terrible. I can wait, you know, right, ten months or something like that. But if it gets pushed out like two years, three years, I'm gonna start taking down my rating of this movie. <laughs> like I want, I want the people who are working
0: on it to have the time they need, of course. But oh, like, yeah. they needed to end it, end it in a way that it didn't feel like, oh, next week I get the conclusion, right? Like, and they ended it like. Like, I have the option to be able to see what's going to happen next.
1: Yeah, it's like I'm not watching a 30 minute long One Piece episode. I'm watching a two hour long movie, and you're leaving it off as if it's some like weekly series.
0: Right. And like, I'm losing.
1: (laughs) And like, you could have had it like,
0: I don't know. I feel like you could have had it end after the whole like chase sequence at the base and be like, have a different ending where it's just like okay now he's gonna try to save his home or like he realizes he's stuck in a different universe which spoiler alert that's how it ends basically but they had it play a little bit too long too much longer than that so it's like yeah they had to introduce
1: the big bad and leaving off on that is. Okay, so I I do want to point out, I don't know if you noticed n- or noticed this from the first movie. I didn't until someone on like TikTok pointed it out. Oh, yeah, I think I know um, what you're going to mention, but yeah, okay, yeah. So, spoiler alert, Miles Morales was supposed to become the Prowler. But because a spider from a different universe entered his universe and bit him, he became Spider-Man. So in the first movie where he meets his universe Peter Parker and they both start having the, the like spider sense or spider tingles, whatever they call it. Um, the colors behind Peter Parker is the red and blue of Spider-Man and the colors behind Miles Morales is the, I think it's yellow and purple, which is Prowler's colors and as they start to realize that they're both having these senses right now, his colors shift from Prowler colors to Spider-Man colors because his he became an anomaly. He shifted away from what he was supposed to become. And I was like, that is such a subtle detail. That is such a beautiful visual way like artistically showing his path actively being changed his like what his path was supposed to be got to love good writing got to love good it. animation and good my animation my gosh they went insane with the animation in this movie i like I the have... first one was great yeah this one i think is better like i think they actually somehow managed to make a perfect animated movie better, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's they actually took it
0: seriously. You know, they did obviously put a bunch of money in the first one, but they definitely put a whole lot more money and attention to the second one.
1: Oh yeah, so, you like... know what's crazy though? So this this movie, uh, I think this weekend it just crossed six hundred million which personally I think it deserves so much more than that but I doubt it's playing in certain countries right now just because yeah, of them, the main character them trans What is <laughs> that? She got There's trans flag. And, um but so it's So yeah, um that movie crossed 600 million the Mario movie crossed 1.2 billion I think by the time it was taken off uh taken out of theaters um if you combined the budgets of the spider-man movie and the mario movie that is still less money than what disney spent on pixar's elemental oh my god jesus they spent 200 or 250 million dollars to make Elemental. I think, and that movie made $30 million opening weekend. Yeah, but how did The Flash do, though? It made $70 million opening weekend. I think it's still... Which is crazy. I guess we can... Uh, if we're done with Spider-Man, we can transition <laughs> into the fact that... Oh. Everything is flopping at the box office right now for some reason. I um, mean, the reason is... Bad movies. It's well, just not good. It's not a
0: good movie the elemental one um
1: there's no advertisement for disney movies Uh, okay so see that's what i that's what i thought i never saw advertising for elemental but that's probably because i don't get ads on youtube and i never saw ads for it on tiktok and those are the only sites that i go on other like twitch as well but i am subscribed to To the channel that I watch mostly on Twitch, so I don't get ads. Um, So I I personally, I just thought it was never advertised. The only reason I knew it existed was because I'm working at a movie theater. So so I saw the movie posters. And So, so it's like I found out it was apparently advertised or crapped on it. It's just no one was interested in it.
0: I mean, there's that, but also like, so I use Hulu, which has ads and is owned by Disney, right? Never saw an ad for it. You feel like they should just throw a couple ads on it. Um, TikTok never saw the ads, like you said. Um, I use some sort of service that makes me somehow skip ads. I won't say which company, and I won't actually admit to it in court of law. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so I don't see ads on YouTube. And, (laughs) And, like, Twitter, like, I guess I saw an ad or two, but I also block all like major marketing companies on Twitter. Yeah. So like, that's probably the only way I would have saw it. And I, I hate to say it. I'm not the demographic for elemental. So even if they're advertising to me, not the right person to advertise. To
1: we'll see the biggest problem that I see with it. And it's a problem that people bring up and like to make fun of when they're talking about Pixar and what they've been doing over the last like decade, which is literally just what if blank had emotions? That's the joke that everyone uses when making fun of Pixar. Cause it's just like, if you go to any of their last so many movies over the past decade, that fits into it. And it's like, I think it's becoming this thing of people are becoming less and less interested in Pixar movies. Plus the fact that this was just like not an intriguing story. Well, I and think my one coworker thing- brought up my coworker brought up a good point is that this movie is literally just a reskinned Zootopia. I was about to say so. That was another thing I was about to say. Um, Pixar
0: and Disney in general, when they want to tell a story about race, they use weird blobby objects or not people. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Even the black jazz singer, they turned him into a weird blob.
1: Like soul. Oh, for soul? Yeah. They turn him yeah. into a weird they, thing. They kill him at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> right. And then, He falls like, down a manhole. <laughs> so,
0: Elemental, from my understanding, I haven't watched it myself, so anyone can feel free to correct me. I was a race movie, like water and fire. And I think fire is supposed to represent, you know, black people. And so, I think people are tired of just like, and I've seen the complaint on Twitter. A lot, where they're just like, yeah, I hate just, like, they can't just make a movie about racism. They have to somehow turn us into some weird object. Instead of just being like, yeah, black people get treated bad. They say, oh, fire gets treated bad. Oh, herbivores get treated bad. Like, you know? So I think people are tired of this, like, Using weird objects as an allegory for racism. Like, and then when you make the read. It, it definitely. And like, it's a cute idea at first, but we already have Zootopia, right? Yeah. So like, why do, I, why do we need that movie again?
1: So, I don't think I've ever actually watched Zootopia in full. Banger. It's a banger of a movie. But I can appreciate the sheer amount of detail they put into, like, the universe and how all these animals somehow interact with each other in one city. Whereas with Elemental, there's, like, a lot of, like, weird just, like afterthoughts like they like they were not like really trying all that hard to make everything seem cohesive cuz there's like there's the whole thing where apparently at some point in the movie the fire character fire uh element character is trying to get into a museum and they say like you're not allowed to come in you're fire you'll burn everything down And they go, uh, and something like that. And it's like, well, you would burn everything down. Why are you getting (laughs) upset? And then there's also a weird thing where they have, like, a water bridge, like a waterway that buses and cars can use from the water elements. But it goes right over Fire Town. So there's constantly water just dumping onto Fire Town. And it's like... That's just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Why is that like that? Like it's it was clearly just there to be a joke. That or it's well, I, from what water I can elements tell, shitting on fire elements. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean
0: it's it's basically a comparison of olden days where white people would trash black communities just to make their communities better and more convenient, and not caring yeah. about the repercussions to fire. But again. When you start doing things as a thing that are actual polar opposites, it comes off as like, well, yeah, fire and water destroy each other. That's not, white and black people don't inherently destroy each
1: other, right? Yeah, it's literally just, you know, a bunch of racist white people purposefully destroying. Right, and so like
0: when you start using, like, like, oh, fire would destroy this, yeah, fire would destroy everything. It's fire. Yeah. So, it's hard to, like, create that connection, because it's like, you're basically saying that, like, yeah, you black people destroy everything. Because <laughs> that's
1: what you're comparing guess, them I mean, to. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, what you're comparing them to. It's like, yeah, fire is it's very clearly going to destroy stuff, so it's, you're Clearly telling the audience and, like, having the audience go, like, well, yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to side with the fire elements, because they do destroy everything. And it's like, that's a really bad thing to put into the minds (laughs) of your audience. Right, because everyone knows it's, like, just a
0: metaphor for racism, but now you're just actually saying, black people destroy things. (laughs) Yeah! Like, And I know the point is like, no, no, you see, it's the movie's about coming to accept things. But again, you take the reality of fire and its reality reaction to water, fire destroys things. (laughs) Like, water doesn't. So you're saying white people don't destroy things. We just have to accept black people when they destroy things. That...
1: Such a weird story. Yeah, so like again, Such- this is
0: why they need to stop beating around the bush. And if you want to make a racism movie, actually just use human characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I know I know you want to be cute and don't want the like conservatives get mad and be like, this is a woke movie because you used a black character, but um get over it. <laughs> You're just gonna keep spending hundreds of millions of dollars and losing hundreds of millions of dollars if you keep doing this.
1: I uh, I don't know if Disney will ever learn. Maybe someday, if they just like start hiring like people who know what they're doing or people who wanna do something new for once. I don't and know. it's
0: not even it's not even people who get hired by Disney. Let's it's literally these execs who are like eighty years old and yeah. still don't acknowledge black people as real. <laughs> so like it, it's just you bad mean things.
1: elements, right? You mean fire? Uh, yeah, the
0: elementals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh gosh, uh,
0: good old good old Disney. They well, see a they see a mixed kid and start calling him the Avatar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well <laughs> uh what what are other what are the other <laughs> ones that came so there's also flash, but everyone knows why yeah, that's I'll,
0: I'll quickly cover flash flash sucked flash bad c g i
1: flash oh my as c g i is so bad
0: just everything about it bad and people are complaining it's like Push. see why do you guys say you like DC but won't watch the movies well it's cuz Azramilla sucks it's because the in studios that keep making DC movies they suck just bring me back the animated justice league i'm good I
1: mean, <laughs> serious like i don't think DC has just nails it all the time with animated stuff and but like, they still do if like if, if the Harley Quinn go, shows banger. Yeah. If they go to live action ever since the Dark Knight movies, for some reason, they put no time, money or effort into CGI. I, every single one of these movies looks so gross, except for one, except for one. And that's The Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. Because James Gunn did both of those. And James Gunn knows how to make something look good. (laughs) And even then, Suicide Squad got ruined by Jared Leto. Well, okay, so there was Suicide Squad, which was ruined. James Gunn didn't do that one. James Gunn remade Suicide Squad, and it's called The Suicide Squad. And it Mm. came out, like, two years later. And it's pretty much just DC Guardians of the Galaxy. But it doesn't feel like it's just kind of like a cheap copy. Like, it feels it's like its own unique thing. I, I don't know how James Gunn keeps doing it, but it was a really, really good movie. And it had John Cena in it. <laughs> I mean, James Gunn probably just hires writers
0: that care, and then execs are willing to give him money. Yeah, I mean... Let's face but, uh, it, execs only really, like start letting people do what is good for creative reasons. When you're a big name director, they don't care about the writers. They don't care about the effects artists. It's just, are you a big name director? Okay. Now we'll let you have creative control.
1: (laughs) Yep. That's what they did with, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, for love and thunder. And see, you know, that, that didn't go as well, but, uh, (laughs) Yeah, so Flash, not doing too hot. Uh, I heard, I I have no proof of this being legitimate. But I heard that potentially had Warner just canceled and not released the Flash and just done a tax write-off, they would have made more money than they are right now at the box office.
0: That's hilarious, because the whole reason they said they released it was because of money.
1: Yeah. I mean, of all the movies, for, no, I, I had <laughs> for Warner Brothers to I cancel had- going into the Discovery merger, they didn't cancel the Flash.
0: <laughs> I actually had faith in the movie just because of how hard they were defending it, right? like
1: at some Okay, point- the one costume designer who said, it's so good, you... Forget about all the crimes that Ezra Miller did. (laughs) It actually just
0: made me think he should be charged with more. Or sorry, they should be charged with more.
1: (laughs) It's apparently... I I have heard that it's like not... The story isn't garbage. The story's alright. But it's nothing special. And then the CGI is just garbage. I
0: mean, when you think of DC and the thing they try to do the most it's flashpoint they they've done an animated flashpoint movie they've done it on every single tv show that involves the flash they've done flashpoint mm-hmm. now this movie's flashpoint like we get it he goes back in time and saves his mother we get it you don't need to send me 30 <laughs> different movies about it like at this point you're using flashpoint just to bring in former uh, celebrities who played characters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, oh my god, it's uh, Michael Keaton. Which n- no oh, one liked god. him as Batman.
1: They... Uh, and, uh, Michael Keaton wasn't bad as Batman. I enjoyed Michael Keaton as Batman. When you think the, the best Batman... Neck, the, st- the stiff neck Batman, where he literally has to turn his whole body to look in a different direction... Because the costume was so stiff for those movies. <laughs> when you think Batman, you
0: think his pointy nipples on George Clooney and Christian Bale. Yeah. <laughs> those are uh-huh. the two Batmans in live action you think of. Oh, yeah. I honestly forgot Michael Keaton played Batman. Until this Wes movie. Anderson.
1: Wes so. Anderson as the goofy Batman from, like, the 70s. So it's and like shark repellent that that's what I think of all the time.
0: <laughs> so like and then they try to bring in the most like every Superman they could and CGI them and. It looked gross.
1: Except Henry Cavill. Because um, they fi- they fired him. <laughs> LOL. Good old Henry Cavill. So yeah. So Elemental is flopping right now for obvious reasons. The flash is flopping right now for obvious reasons, but uh, Indiana Jones 5 has pulled in, I think it's $60 million domestically, which according to the entirety of everyone who has an opinion, that is an underwhelming opening weekend.
0: Well, okay, so I read a tweet today which made a good point. Um, people need to stop making movies to be a home run. Like in the olden days, a studio would make 10 movies, low budget, and hope one movie would pay for the rest of them, right? Yeah. So like, you'd turn a $60 million budget into $300 million, right? But now everything's like costing $300 million, And then they're like, oh my god, we're falling short. It's like, yeah, you're spending $300 trying to make a billion dollars. You know how unrealistic that is? Like, one or two movies do that every three years, maybe? Like, stop trying to go for
1: the home run right away. Holy crap. Okay. So, right now, according to Box Office Mojo, which is by IMDb, so I I trust this, but worldwide Indiana Jones 5 Dial of Destiny. Um Worldwide brought in 152 million dollars opening weekend as of now. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and today Sunday. I think I think that's today Sunday. Um Yeah. Uh so I mean truthfully not bad at least i thought that should be I that should be a budget. good
0: opening weekend right like yeah
1: that's a pretty i thought that would that's a pretty solid opening 152 million dollars in 4 days but then you look at its budget and it's probably like 300 million something they spent 300 million on this movie
0: yeah and it's like literally and I- I don't understand um, what it takes to, like, cost that much money. But there's plenty of other movies that operate under $100 million that bring in $300 million yeah. that are, like, big productions. So I don't understand how you spend $300 million, especially for an Indiana Jones movie, which I can't imagine the CGAA is that intensive. Right, yeah.
1: Like it, it, it's well, not. I mean, it's not like, like Transformers first, or something. The first twenty or like thirty minutes is de-aged, uh, Harrison Ford. See, like, why would you need to do that though? Right, like you could have
0: just I, I, wrote a movie where know. he's
1: old. Okay, so yeah, Across the Spider Verse had a budget of a hundred million dollars, and it brought in six hundred million so far. Right, amazing. You know what's going to do great? Oppenheimer
0: and Barbie. Both of those, 100 million dollars. Oh, yeah. I would not be surprised if Barbie pulls uh half a billion.
1: Oh, easy. So like there is so much hype for Barbie right now and Oppenheimer. I'm surprised Oppenheimer is only 100 million considering right. the director who made it. Right. Does everything practically. <laughs> I love I love all the memes that was like People watching the trailer of Oppenheimer and genuinely questioning whether or not he set off a real nuclear weapon to film the movie. He absolutely did. There's no way he didn't, right? (laughs) I mean, he does everything practically. (laughs) Uh, But. So, like, uh, it's just.
0: These big movies that are going to blow or get so much money. One third of the price of Indiana Jones, yeah, and like, like uh, and Indiana Jones should not cost three hundred million. I don't, I don't care what happens in that
1: movie. There is no reason it should be three hundred million dollars. Like, personally, uh, okay, I am a huge fan of the Indiana Jones series. Absolutely, I, I, I love those movies. Even like I'm not like, I I don't completely hate the fourth movie. I don't think it's great. I think it would have been better if it didn't have Shia LaBeouf in it. I think it would have been better if you took away the conclude fridge scene. With aliens. There's yeah the fridge scene as well. If it literally just didn't have to do with aliens. But here's the thing: Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana Jones movie. Which, if you're wondering. It wasn't called Indiana Jones originally. It was just called Raiders of the Lost Ark when it came out. They actually updated it to say Indiana Jones uh, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. That had a budget of $20 million in 1980. Which in today's money is like $60 million. That movie is so good. You didn't need to spend any more money on that.
0: Right. That's so what I'm I, saying. I,
1: Indiana Jones is not
0: something that requires a huge budget. It never has.
1: Like, I, I'm i curious what they did for the de, like de-aging. Like, if they actually had, you know, old Harrison Ford in all of these scenes and then just put a bunch of VFX over him. Because I feel like you would have saved so much money if you just did like the Luke Skywalker route, where they, you just, you get someone who looks super close to young Harrison Ford and you put a deep fake on him. Right, right. Of young Harrison Ford. And suddenly you've reduced the cost so much. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I wanna I'm gonna go see the movie anyways. I'm probably gonna really enjoy it as long as it's I don't know, if they're finding some cool artifact that have, <laughs> doesn't have to do with aliens, I don't know. It like, also takes place in the sixties, I think. So there's gonna be a lot of really cool sixties American cars, which I'm a fan of. So Which I'm a yeah. fan of Uh It just it does not Makes
0: sense to me why so many films just use huge bu- budgets. Like
1: it does not make sense. No, I, I, I think you really nailed it with just the fact that every studio thinks that they're making gold. That like they're 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 putting so much effort into every single one because they're just like. Every movie we pump out is a box office hit. We're going to make billions on every movie we release. And it's like, no. 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 Like, I mean, going back to like some A24 movies that had just like minuscule budgets and probably didn't make a huge amount at the box office necessarily in like... Comparing it to, like, some big movies that come out. But, like, Hereditary. Yeah. Hereditary is an awesome movie, and I doubt it has a huge budget. Right. $10, 10 million. That movie had a $10 million budget. Yeah, like... So it's, like... And it made $82 million at the box office. So, like, it made half the amount that Indiana Jones 5 did opening weekend... And its entire run, but well, it still but made cost eight ten times million dollars. Its like, <laughs> it made eight times its original budget. So A twenty four is probably like that's fine with us. <laughs> we call that a huge success, right? Like go make Midsummer now. And it's, <laughs> it, I just, it just goes to show you don't need
0: huge budgets, especially for films that just don't need it. Yeah. Right. Like I understand a Star Wars movie a lot of a lot of VFX stuff like that. I get that. Oh yeah, full full
1: space fights um, and stuff like that.
0: Maybe I'll get proven wrong. I don't think Fast X should be nearly 400 million dollar budget. <laughs> I just genuinely no. don't think that's great. It's a car movie. Right. <laughs> it's a car movie, so that being close to four hundred million like more expensive than Indiana Jones, which I already <laughs> think Indiana Jones is overpaid, yeah, um now a car movie's four hundred million budget, like there's no way that like like from a business sense, that just can't be the smartest move,
1: no, but I mean at the same time, so it's like literally so i read an article that was talking about how the fact that like disney right now has released just so many flops at the box office but it doesn't hurt them because they write-off. also it's a tax write off but also they have guardians of the galaxy volume 3 which made 800 plus million dollars at the box office and i don't know why i didn't know until recently but they also own the avatar movies those are disney movies yep the blue people movies <laughs> so that's 2 billion from avatar 2 and 3 billion from avatar the first one granted that was like forever ago but 2 billion plus 800 million they're still in the positive and it's like they keep they they can just keep pumping out whatever they want, and it fill the box office because they have like Marvel and James Cameron to like <laughs> to help them in the in the long run.
0: But even when you pull that, like, so okay, look, I'm I've just got I spent four hundred millions on a movie. I got eight hundred million. Okay, now you can make one more movie, apparently. like their returns aren't that great, even when they have a huge success. Because your other movies are so damn expensive, you make ten other movies that are not making as much movie. Like, is it really (laughs) worth it? I was
1: just like, I mean, and then you have to like factor in like I don't. So when you see a budget, when you look that up online, I'm pretty sure that doesn't include advertising. And typically, the rule of thumb for advertising is it's like, you spend the same amount of money you spend on the movie for your advertising. Granted, so, I don't think they spent another $300 million to advertise Indiana Jones. Yeah, probably. not. But I wouldn't doubt if they spent another $100 million, which means that's a $400 million movie. Right. Like... Which is insane. Right. So, like... Again, these
0: these profit margins, while they sound nice in reality, aren't that great when your movies are already so expensive. Quick, can you guess what movie has returned the highest percent
1: profit? The highest
0: percent profit. Oh,
1: yeah. Um uh, Is it is it one of the top It is not like, one uh, it is not one of the gr- most highest grossing of all time, no. It's got to be something where it's like they spent like a hundred grand on it or something, isn't it? It is definitely a movie, you know, and it is at least seven figures. Okay, so they spent at least a million on this movie. Or are you saying they made at least a million? No, they spent that much. They
0: made, I'll give you how much they made. Okay. Because I still don't think that'll help you get the right answer. Probably they made not. 369 million dollars.
1: 369 million. What did they spend on it? 6 million. Holy. Is this like a very early on Pixar movie? Nope, uh, it is past
0: 2000s. Oh, okay. It you have
1: definitely heard the name of the movie. I don't know if you've watched it. Is this Tommy Wiseau's The Room? No. What I wonder what that made. Um. Oh gosh, is it? It's definitely not obvious,
0: is it? It is not obvious, but it is a very big movie.
1: Clearly. Yeah. 6 million dollars Um Was it like the first Spider-Man movie? No.
0: It is not a superhero movie or oh, an shit. action movie.
1: Oh. What? <laughs> um Hmm. You give up? Superhero action.
0: Yeah. My big fat Greek wedding. Oh, what? Made 6,150% more than what they spent. They spent $6 million and pulled in $369 million. That is a movie you can brag about. Because, wow.
1: My big fat Greek wedding. What is this movie? I've heard of it.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. I don't think I've you watched it. Heard it's of basically this. the story of like a. I think the girl's Greek, the guy's not Greek, and so it's like a cultural adjustment of going into a Greek wedding. You know, so it's a comedy kind of thing, huh? So holy yeah, holy. Can you guess number how? two? It is a movie you've seen. It is a big movie. It is pre-2000s, and it is by a big-name director. Is it Spielberg?
1: I can confirm or nor deny. All right, so it's definitely Spielberg. It's probably like Jaws or something, or like E.T. It's like Ooh, one of his or so Jurassic close.
0: Park. It was E.T., yep. Yeah, you said Jaws It is first. E.T.? It is E.T.
1: Because I, I, the thing is, it's like... Jaws was like the first big blockbuster in history. That was like what started the whole trend of blockbusters and whatnot. And I know that that movie was huge when it came to theaters. But E. T. was also pretty massive. Damn. What What was the budget on that? Twenty five million, and it brought in nearly eight hundred million. Wow. See, this is 25 million to make that movie. That is why you, you got to love a a director who's willing to make a good story. Yeah, seriously. Like I that is a visually impressive movie. So they very clearly knew how to budget something perfectly. <laughs> that movie is <laughs> great. Yeah. I like I what's funny is I literally was listening to the theme song of that Last night, and I watched this scene where it's the chase scene towards the end of the movie where they're running away yeah. on the bikes, and then the roadblock pulls up in front of them, and Elliot closes his eyes, and then E.T. does this weird thing, <laughs> and just goes wide-eyed, and then they take off into the sky. And, <laughs> uh, oh, gosh, the music I did, I did the E.T.
0: reference um to somebody recently, or I'm like, I forgot... I think he says friend and he like points a finger or something and they touch fingertips or whatever. Yeah. Um, they had no clue what I was doing.
1: No. I was like, I was, no. I was like
0: damn, I'm old.
1: <laughs>
0: like I wasn't even alive when it came out, but I don't know. Friend. <laughs> like they just touch fingertips. I thought, I thought that was a universally understood uh, thing. So the most recent movie on this list, to bring in uh, Giant Prophet, which this will be the last thing we talk about because we're at 80 minutes already. Um, can you guess? I'll, I'll give you
1: the year it came out. 2009. 2009. So that's not Iron Man because that came out in 2008. Not Iron Man. Is it? Is it superhero? It is not a superhero movie. <laughs> 2009 is the most recent. Dude, I hate that I'm not getting these. I will.
0: Duh. Your next hint is it is a comedy. Oh.
1: like hot tub time machine
0: <laughs>
1: that would be- on on
0: the right track similar like ups or something similar premise in the fact that it's like four adult friends do some kind of party oh 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 um
1: no is it the hangover
0: it is the hangover it had okay. a budget of 36 million and pulled in 467 million
1: wow and then they made a million other Hangover movies. Uh, I was brain farting on the word Hangover. I was like, <laughs> I know what this is. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, the second you said it, uh, four guys, I was just like, oh, this is the Hangover. <laughs> right. Like and Then you said party. I was like, what's that word? <laughs> like, and that's the most
0: recent one. That's probably when Budner movies started to be like, we're going to spend 300 million dollars on every
1: movie. I don't want to blame Disney and Marvel, but I, think I do want to blame Disney them. and Marvels. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think do, it's their fault. I
0: do want to blame them. It is Marvel's fault entirely. Which, again, for them, it works. Um, but everyone oh, yeah. else following suit doesn't work. It's uh, I, I,
1: James Gunn came released Guardians of the Galaxy. He came and, and it released. was incredible, and then everyone copied. Every Marvel movie that came out after the first Guardians of the Galaxy was just a Guardians of the Galaxy clone. Even Disney. Everything from Every other Marvel movie also started to copy them. And it's just like... James Gunn clearly nailed how to make a comedic but heartfelt and just like genuinely good story... And also, you know, was really good at needle drops. It just, And I think that's partly because he knew... He had a great taste in music. And also because he just knew when to use music... And what songs to use at different times that was appropriate. Whereas you have, like, the Mario movie... That just throws Take On Me into a random point in the movie... That makes no sense whatsoever. At the end of the day,
0: you shouldn't copy someone's style if you're not that person.
1: Yeah. But like no, no one, one understands copies Wes Anderson. Anderson. No one copies Wes Anderson, because only Wes Anderson can do Wes Anderson. Except all the TikTok people who are copying Wes Anderson. That's true. <laughs> but they do it as a I fun can't... trend, not spending $400 million trying to do it. True. I do want to go see. He has a movie out right now, Asteroid City. For some reason, it got reviewed kind of low, but I want to go see it. It's got a lot of hey, pretty I, good cast for it. I think the budget, um, pretty low. From when I was looking at budgets, um, oh, all all Wes Anderson movies are pretty low budgets. So but they're just like twenty five
0: million dollars, and you have Scarlett it's Johansson. Made that and big-name actresses, and Tom Hanks. Uh, So, like, I don't understand why people spend $300 million if you can get big-name actors for that much money. I think it's
1: the fact that when a big actor goes to, let's say, Marvel, they expect to be paid a crap ton of money. Whereas if they go to Wes Anderson... They don't care about the money as much. They care about the role they're playing, because that's what a Wes Anderson film comes across. They're just gorgeous films that everyone loves. So if you get into a Wes Anderson movie, you've made it. Yeah.
0: So he I spent like
1: he spent twenty
0: five million, and the movie after a week grossed twenty nine million. That's a win already.
1: Took a week. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's a win. He made the entire budget back the first weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just...
0: i People need to understand to just make movies like that. All right! Yeah. We're near that. Yeah. We, we, we've we talked for quite a while. We've talked a while. Um, this has been Diego Ferreira and Katie Ian's on The Real Podcast, which will release maybe tonight, probably. I got nothing else to do. And I haven't released an episode in a month, so. It's
1: 1 a.m. Do please don't edit it tonight.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to do the most bare minimum edit. I'm going to cut oh, no. <laughs> cut the beginning part and line up our audio and just, I'm going to send it. Oh, okay. All right. Plus, oh. I'm, plus I got to make at least two songs today for Ava, so. yeah. Anyway. Uh, Are you yeah. going to go to bed? Eh, we'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Bye.